0: Hi, my name is Lana Teague, and you are listening to my first ever podcast, so bear with me as I try to figure everything out to the best of my ability. Today, I will be dedicating my time to the case of Breonna Taylor. This case is not only extremely controversial, but it happens to be ongoing as I speak. Recently, it seems as if the news has been blanketed by Black Lives Matter, and as if the George Floyd case wasn't enough, the tragic death of Breonna Taylor broke headlines as well as social media. So, what actually happened to grasp everyone's attention? Brianna Taylor was fatally struck by at least eight bullets at the hands of Louisville police officers in her home shortly after midnight on March 13th. Officers Jonathan Maitingly, Miles Cosgrove, and Brett Hankinson had evidence to perform a no-knock search at Brianna's apartment. The warrant sprouted from detectives witnessing their main suspect, Jamarcus Glover, Taylor's ex-boyfriend, arrive at her apartment in January of this year, go inside, and then come back out with a package. Glover's next stop was a well-known drug house. Detectives believed he was using Brianna Taylor's home as part of his drug trafficking, thus providing a valid reason to search her home. Finishing up date night, Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend at the time, Kenneth Walker, head back to her apartment to end the night with a movie. They both drifted off to sleep, only to be awoken by pounding at the door. Walker claims that they both asked several times, who is it, but heard no response. The police, however, claim that they did announce themselves. Walker, believing it to be an intruder at the door, grabs his gun and heads for the door, only to watch it become unhinged. Walker shoots, claiming he could not see who he was shooting at. Three officers returned fire. One aiming for Miss Taylor's window. Brianna Taylor was struck multiple times and bled out on the floor. Controversy also sparks from the period of time after the shootings. Some supposedly common practice rules were broken. For instance, the police did not have an ambulance on standby. Although the coroner, Dr. Barbara Weekly Jones, claimed that. Even if it happened outside of an ER, they couldn't have saved her, it still does not change the fact that Brianna suffered for 6 minutes before she died without receiving any sort of medical aid. So let's dive even deeper into this investigation. The victim in the case is obviously Brianna Taylor, a 26-year-old African-American ER tech. Her boyfriend is also a main focus in the case, Kenneth Walker. However, the individuals with the most backlash are the officers at the scene, Jonathan Matingley, Miles Cosgrove, and Brett Hankinson. The evidence at the scene is scarce. However, as of August 30th, Kentucky's Attorney General has received the long-awaited FBI ballistics report. It is under investigation currently. So let's turn our focus to the outcome of the case. But I can't really say that because it's not exactly a black and white answer. As I've mentioned previously, it's still ongoing, which makes it kind of hard to exactly explain an outcome because of the so-called castle doctrine which traces back to 17th century english common law the taylor case is extremely twisted and complicated the castle doctrine establishes that the home should be a place of peace and sanctuary This doctrine gives people in every state, minus Vermont and Washington, D.C., the right to use deadly force against an intruder in their home with no duty to retreat. In Kentucky law, those protections do not allow someone to harm police officers who enter their home as long as the officers, get this, announce themselves or the homeowner reasonably should have known they were police. Based off of this, Kenneth Walker was accused of attempted murder and assault after he shot a police officer who he thought was an intruder. His charges have since been dismissed, as of May. It was in the 1995 case of Wilson v. Arkansas where it was brought to attention that both the Castle Doctrine and the Knock and Announce rule are embedded in the Fourth Amendment. The Fourth Amendment states that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects Against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Accordingly, except for the most extreme circumstances, the police must knock, announce themselves and give time for the occupants of a home to answer the door peacefully and avoid the potential violence and destruction of a forced entry. Two years later, the Supreme Court unanimously ruled in Richards v. Wisconsin that the police must show why each individual subject may be a threat to dispose of evidence, flee, or attack the police. Therefore, they can't simply state that all drug suspects present such a threat. With this being said, the police did not have the right to proceed with a no-knock warrant on Brianna Taylor's apartment. Since her death, no-knock warrants have been banned in Louisville. So far, only one officer, Brett Hankinson, has been fired. The other two officers have been temporarily taken off the street. In a termination letter, Louisville Police Chief Robert Schroeder said Hankinson violated department policy on the use of deadly force and accused him of wantonly and blindly firing 10 shots into Taylor's apartment without a clear line of sight. Although no solid arrests have been made in the case, over 68 arrests have been made due to protest encircling the death of Breonna Taylor. to reflect this case is such a big deal in society today because of the resurfacing black lives matter movement in my opinion had the recent marches and the death of george floyd not occurred this case would have never reached the media it is due to the overwhelming social media response and anger that this case is so famous this case has caused many riots protests and petitions people want justice for brianna They want to see the officers get the punishment they believe they deserve. Now, even with all of that being addressed, I still have some questions fumbling through my mind. Such as, if the police already had their primary suspect and his accomplices in custody, why did they proceed with a no-knock warrant? I understand maybe the need to still search her property in case he was using her home as part of his trafficking route, but why was knocking down her door with guns aiming necessary? It is due to this that Brianna Taylor is no longer alive today.